Welcome to episode 73 of Hello Church. I'm Wade Bearden. And I'm Justin Trapp. And today we're going to be talking about how to turn a sermon series into a book. But first, yes. if you're a regular listener of Hello Church or you watch on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to our channels, or not to our channels, to the podcast. Yeah, to the podcast. Well, on YouTube, it's a YouTube channel. Yeah, true, true, true. Ring that bell smash that subscribe button turn on the notification (laughs) how many adjectives can we it's like when we post a new episode you should get a text an email a notification smoke signal yeah the alarm your smoke alarm in your house should go off if you're doing it right so make sure that happens we're excited to talk about this i'm really i'm really pumped yeah justin because i think everybody has a good book in them and i think pastors especially have a lot uh, that they have researched from God's word, that they've prayed about, that they thought about, that could be turned into a book. And so we're going to talk about turning your sermon series into a book. And and the first thing is is why. And I think yeah. I think naturally people kind of understand this, but let's give you our listeners just a couple of reasons why we think you should. And uh, I think there are a lot of fun options, a lot of fun things you can do with the book. I visited a church uh, a little while back, and the pastor had written a book that shared a little bit about his life, uh, the life of the church. I think he worked through a book of the Bible in it, and it was a really great thing to give away. So everybody who was new got that book, and it gave them an opportunity to share or to to learn a little bit more about the congregation. So it was was a really cool little gift, because most of the time, right, we give away what, like a coffee mug? Uh, terrible gifts yeah we just we give away things that aren't great a church like, t-shirt <laughs> like we assume that a first-time guest wants to like proudly to, wear the church t-shirt <laughs> yeah <laughs> a little bumper sticker uh this was a great way to say hey here's here's a little bit about me here's a little bit about our church uh here's here's what we believe uh i thought it was a cool idea well and to me you know honest i've heard criticisms of pastors that release books and it's like hmm. you know they're just doing this because you know they you know they're trying to build their personal brand or they can't you know it's like a like an egotistical thing and gosh while i can't speak to the motives of every pastor out there that releases a book i can tell you that i see tangible benefits from releasing a book and and you you alluded to this right so if a person let's 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 just back up a little bit like zoom out if someone comes to your church and they visit for the first time, and mm-hmm. you're preaching. This is the first time they've ever heard you preach. It could be any one of your sermons, right? How many times does it, like, will it take for them to sit in a service, sit in one of your sermons, and learn about your story, you know, the ups and downs that you've had in your faith, the church's story, how it began, like, how long will it take? Unless they're just some, like, investigative reporter, right? It, looking through old Facebook posts and maybe archive pages on your website, it might take a while. However, if, if someone comes to your church and they're first-time guests and you give them a book on, on a series that you've just really resonated with, you, with your congregation and perhaps even the community around you, you give them a book, and you're able to weave the church's how you know history into that book, into that story, uh, your own personal story. Maybe it's a, a book that you did a series on marriage, and so you you share the story of how you and your spouse met, and 
and sort of you know the ups and downs in that and when you welcome your first you know child like mm-hmm. they can read that book in a weekend and fast forward perhaps years of waiting or learning about the church's history and all of that. Like, I think someone, even the most diligent and involved person, it's going to take a while for them to truly learn and trust, right? Um, you as a communicator, but also learn about the history uh, of the church. And they can literally just absorb this in a weekend if they are able to read a book that you've released. And so I think that's one of the most powerful reasons mm-hmm. why every church, every pastor should release a book and give it to at least first-time guests, but I think you should give it to your whole congregation. Yeah, I think it'd be great. You, you could even use it as a a digital resource on your website yeah. for people who haven't had a chance to even visit, I think would, would be great. And then another reason too is you put a lot of work into preaching. You put, I don't know, some people put 10 hours or more. Every sermon. Every single sermon. And why not kind of take that and, and maybe harness it so that what God is doing in your study time reaches more people? Because if you think about it, Justin, how many people at our church, at our churches actually go back a year or two years and listen to our sermons some people do but for most of us you might get a couple of listens every single month for sermons that are you know a year or two years old um, but with a book you kind of keep that rolling and and i think maximize what you've put into it and it could be helpful for more people well another thing a book is also you know, this isn't even in our show notes, but, you know, let's say you do a book on forgiveness and you have a powerful story uh, in your own life of forgiveness and you taught a series on forgiveness, uh, you know, you can easily, you know, if someone says, hey, you know, I need a guest speaker or maybe you are wanting to speak but be away from your church, allow another speaker at your church to, you know, do a series, you can say, hey, I have a book on forgiveness. It's just like really easy material to, to like, to select from and go to uh, a church, and not only can you preach on that topic, but then you know you can sell the books mm-hmm. too. Uh, the books too while you're there. So um, I, I think it's super, super beneficial. And when you're doing this, though, um, you know, let's move into choosing yeah. the topic or choosing the sermon series in which that you know we're going to make into a book. Yeah. So we'll give you some reasons why. Uh, so how do you how do you do it? the first thing is is choosing an actual sermon series and this goes past just oh what sermon series did I really like yeah from the past few months and you need to think deeper than that so think about what you want the audience to be so we have different types of sermon series so you have maybe a pastoral sermon series that talks about or that addresses the people in your church maybe an evangelistic sermon series, uh, maybe a sermon series on on marriage, a sermon series on giving. Think about who you want that target audience to be. Is this primarily for people who are visiting your church? Is it primarily for people in your church, other Christians? And then choose a sermon series based on that. And that way, you're going to hit your target audience. So for instance, if you want this to be a book you can give to visitors, you're probably not going to be a, it's probably not going to be adapted from a sermon series that's about serving in the local church because right. that's more for insiders. Yeah. So just keep that in mind as you think through a sermon series that you're going to adapt. And one of the things that they teach, and this isn't like unique to Hello Church, but this is pretty common, is that when you're writing a book, you want to write to very specific types of people. Yeah. You know, so in your mind, 
think I want to write to the 35-year-old male who has this type of job and has two kids, is married with two kids. Usually that person exists in your church. So identify a few different types of people that you're Mm -hmm. writing to. Identify who that person is in your church because they represent a lot of people, right? In your church and in your community. And then go get a little feedback from them. Say, hey, I'm working on a book uh, about XYZ topic or from a series that we just went through what do you think about this mm-hmm. and get a little feedback and see what they say because yeah. a lot of times our ideas about what we think is interesting might not be as interesting or compelling to somebody else or they may find they may say something that sparks an idea uh for you that you thought you know what i ha- i hadn't thought about that approach or that specifically and that might actually be better than what we're you know the original angle of the sermon series maybe it's the same content matter but a different angle so uh, you know you want to you want to identify the people that you're you're writing to and then go get feedback from them yeah i think that's i think it's super helpful because then you can kind of nail down okay i'm going to i'm going to work through this sermon series then the next thing is uh transcribe your messages i encourage you not to do this yourself just put a little money into it maybe pay an intern you can also go to rev.com which is really great now when you transcribe those they're not going to be ready to publish no they're going to give you kind of a foundation but getting the getting those on paper is going to be super helpful and then what you can do from there is identify kind of where things are going you usually have kind of a big idea for the series like here's what our here's what my thesis statement for the series is and essentially that would become the thesis statement for your book now do you, do you need to add more chapters? That would be the next step. Do I need to add an introduction, a conclusion? Is this a six-week sermon series, but I need to address one more topic? Figure, figure that out. Your book doesn't have to be long. In fact, even if it is a little bit shorter, it just makes it easier for people to read in a couple of sittings. Yep. So get it transcribed, and then before you start messing with it, think through what other additional chapters you need to put together that's that's super important and then justin you've you've got to begin to edit it yeah you want to you want to determine the book style and the purpose you know you get comfortable with your writing style are you are you wanting to inspire are you wanting to instruct are you wanting to be the hero of this story are you wanting the audience to be the hero is there another hero if you're borrowing from donna miller's um story brand framework and then you know you you can edit yourself. I wouldn't do that. I would I would strongly encourage you to work with an editor. Or there are there are actually sermon to book services out there. Uh, I think sermontobook.com is one of them. We're not related to them, um, unaffiliated, but I've heard great things. And you can partner with them, and they have a whole editorial team that will take your sermon series. Yeah you know walk through that process i think lucid books is another one yeah with casey cease and his team um casey was a pastor and um started a publishing company on the side so uh, you know he's bivocational now and so you know I, there mm-hmm. are different services out there that can help you you know you're not sort of you know in the cave writing editing publishing all yourself there, there is a little help just depends on how fast you want to get this done and the resources that you have available to do it. Yeah. And then the next step would be to brainstorm a title. Now, it's possible that, and, and even most likely, 
that your sermon series title is going to be the title of your book. But think through that. Show that to certain individuals. Uh, create a mock-up. Take your sermon series graphic and and maybe just address it and put it in with the book cover and give it to people and say, hey, what do you think about this? So then it allows you to think through, okay, should I tweak the subtitle, the title? Should I change the graphic a bit? Usually, on when you think of on-screen graphics, uh, those are a little bit busier than book graphics. Usually yeah. book cover graphics are, are simpler. So keep that in mind as you convert your series to, to a book. Yeah, and then, you know, you, you're going to want to have people that you trust, right? I wouldn't just give a spare copy out, a draft, first draft copy out to everybody. Uh, a few people, a select people that you trust that are detailed, that can give you critical, constructive feedback, um, maybe authors, people that have written books, maybe, uh, the, you know, they've edited books, whatever the case may be, uh, get that feedback and 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 utilize because that's you know your first draft is going to be really rough and really messy and then you're going to edit it go through the editing process you're going to get some feedback and then that's where you really refine the book and and it really comes out with some nice polish to it wade you've written how many books you've written three books now so I've done a couple of small ebooks, but written one one uh, full length book, and then I just finishing up a second one now. And yeah, like you said, uh, getting feedback. So on this book that I'm finishing up right now, I sent it to a couple of people, and it was pretty unanimous. It was like, hey, we need some more stories. We need some more like skin in this. And it was really cool to see a lot of people say that. And so that's what I did. I went back and and changed it and tweaked it uh, and then sent it to an editor. So that feedback is really important. And what I would encourage you to do is uh, it's good. Like if you're talking about theology, get theology experts to read through to make sure they are understanding what you're saying and you're saying it correctly. But then, and and one of the things that I did is – take give your book to that target audience so if you're writing a book to the people in your congregation don't just send it to pastors send it to people in your congregation or people like the individuals in your congregation and that's going to give you the best feedback i think people are going to say hey i don't quite understand this i don't i don't i don't get this I've never heard this theological term before, so you need to explain it. I think that's I think that's really huge. Um, and and then basically from there, you can do a couple things. There are a lot of uh, ways to print the book. You can do it through Amazon. Amazon has a really easy way to walk through the publishing of your book. Um, they can turn it into a, a Kindle uh, a book. They can, they can print it for you. You can hire an interior designer or do it yourself. I've always hired for mine because they they make the inside actually look like a real book. Sometimes you open up these books that are self-published and they look yeah, self-published. You can, tell, yeah. you can tell, but if you get the right person to do it, um, it, it makes all the difference. I also, here's another tip. If you print your book, uh, there'll be a couple options for paper. They'll be white and then there'll be like this, this off-white, like the yellowish. Choose the off-white yellow. It's like cream. Uh, because that, if you open up books, that's what all the books use. Yeah. Unless they're using this like thick, more glossy paper. And usually that's more expensive. That's for like textbooks. 
Um, but if you're using like a the white paper stuff, feels cheaper too. It just does. Yeah, it does. than it, the yellow paper, I and mean, yeah. you wouldn't think that. No, but but that's that's just the way. It's what we're used to. Yeah, we come from parchment, and, and I, it just kind of sticks. So just a couple couple of tips. If you've published a book before and you're a pastor, link to it or tell oh, us about yeah. it. We'd love to uh, know how either, it's gone. Yeah, either in the YouTube comments. Uh, you can also uh, hashtag Hello Church Pod on Twitter. Or you can follow us on Hello Church Pod on Instagram. Let us know any tips that you would have. Um, we would love to hear that. I'm actually getting ready to record the audiobook for my book here in the next month or so. So if you've recorded an audiobook, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. We I'm get sure to hear your pastors. sultry voice in that. Yeah, get to get to and hear get to hear the voice. And so, but if you've done that before, uh, make sure to let people know and, and and what's the best process. I'm sure it'd be super helpful for individuals. Yeah. So again, we're big fans of of taking your sermon series and converting it to a book. We've listed out the benefits. I think it's a, a powerful a way to build trust and to share the story of what God is doing at your church and what God has done in your own life personally. People love seeing what God has done. They love stories. They love hearing about your mm-hmm. story and the church's story. And so I think that's important. And and a lot of times we don't, we're not intentional enough about sharing that stuff. We yeah. just get into a series. We go through our sermon calendar and and we we just forget to like we just feel like oh I've shared that story right I've mm-hmm. already I've already told that twice now since I've been at this church, and there's so many people who just would benefit from that and so again a book is going to be that tool that you can use to to just share what what God has done mm-hmm. and um, you know that's a, that's a powerful thing right to to see where where you've come from and to really see you know for you to communicate where where the church is headed so yeah uh, I, I knew a pastor once who had in his younger days had had gone to jail and he became a Christian and it's like uh, the, are you talking about like the cross and the switchblade no, or something? No, it's like another story. <laughs> but every few every few months he would maybe mention that, and people would be like, the new people would be like, "What? Wait, what? Timeout!" Like, yeah, he's like, "Yeah, whenever I was in jail or when I was in prison, they they they're just like, what?" Uh, and so, so a book would be really great, to, like you said, to help people kind of get to know someone almost immediately and to hear their story and just kind of facilitate yeah. that powerful moment. The pastor from Cell Block C. Yeah, I mean. There it is. There That's it. your title, Pastor. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, we always enjoy our time with you. Now, hopefully you found this beneficial. If you do find this beneficial and helpful and you've watched or listened to the podcast often, make sure you subscribe, turn on the notifications. That lets you know yeah. when we drop a new episode. And uh, yeah, we, we've... Uh, had a, had a great little run. Episode 73 is now in the books. We are three quarters of the way, almost, yeah. to 100 episodes. Yeah, so make sure to follow us on Facebook or follow us on YouTube. Also, we have an Instagram, Hello Church Pod. So at Hello Church Pod. Uh, what sermon calendar are you excited about? What sermon series coming up are you pumped about, perhaps, uh, to uh, adapt for your next book? Let us know that as well. And our next episode, we're going to be talking about Sermonary, an organization that we founded and our Sermonary 2.0 launch. So we're launching something very whoop special. Whoop. We're going to discuss that that next time on uh, Hello Church. Yep. We'll see you.